Beautiful morning to you. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and joining us this morning on Women Radio WFM 91.7. This is Nigeria's first radio station for women and their families. How are you today? I hope you're feeling good. You're feeling healthy today. Now you're welcome to the program Radio Doctor, your free health consultation program where real doctors advise real people. Radio Doctor is Nigeria's first specialized health program where medical doctors consult for free and advice right here on Women Radio. Radio WFM 91.7. Radio Doctor comes to you 10 a.m. Mondays through Fridays. So today is general health. Remember on Monday we, we went through with children's health and Tuesdays we went through with uh, women's health. So today it's on general health, all right? And of course, uh, General Health on Radio Doctor is supported by Jenneth Pharmaceutical. My name is Rose Yusuf Kaiser, and our Radio Doctor today is Dr. Alozie Ndobuka. He's a medical director of St. Ives Family Hospital. Good morning, Dr. Ndobuka. Good to have you with us today. Yes, good morning, Rose. It's always good being here. Hmm. All right. So how have you been? How's work been? How are your patients, the hospital, family and all of it? Well, everything's been all right, and um, it's been quite an eventful week for me. Eh? Mm-hmm. And uh, I know for you also, because I've been listening to you. <laughs> oh, yes, you can say that again, Dr. Dubuka, you can say that again. Well, thank God for it. That's why we're here. All right, it, keep, it keeps us going. All right. Exactly. So this is Radio Doctor right here on Women Radio WFM 91.7. As you've heard from Dr. Ndubuka, he's here. And of course, he's consulting and advising on any question regarding your health. So you know what that means, yeah? It's Health Q1A today. So you on the floor, you are going to take charge of the program. So what's that health question you have in mind you would want to ask Dr. Ndubuka or you want him to answer for you? What are your concerns about your health or a family member's health or a friend's health that you would want Dr. Ndubuka to help bring you to the light or to show you the right direction or to probably tell you something that you um, you know, are going through, maybe to make it look more clearer for you and to show you, you know, the right places to go to or point you towards the right direction. Dr. Ndubuka is here to do so today. And of course, uh, we are having our health Q&A today. So do well to call in. Let's get to hear from you. So the numbers to be a part of the program today are all, or rather is 7000 917 and then you can also send us a text or a WhatsApp message to 070-317-56537. Follow us on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, X, and of course YouTube at WFM917. Download our mobile app, WFM917. Log on to our website, www.wfm917.com. So these are different platforms that you can get in touch with us today. So don't forget, today is health Q&A. So um, it's just what you bring on that Dr. Ndubuka we get to talk about today. So it's all on you and me. This is your free health consultation program. So call in and let's get to hear that particular issue that you were dealing with or something came up as regards to somebody's health or your health and you want Dr. Ndubuka to kindly speak to that. Do you want to call in? Let's get to hear from you this morning on Radio Doctor right here on Women Radio WFM 91.7. An effective foundation that can most 
Anti-malaria for all ages. Marketed by Janet Pharmaceuticals Limited. If symptoms persist after three days, please see your doctor. Read the leaflet inside. Right, you're welcome back to Radio Doctor right here on Women Radio WFM 91.7. Radio Doctor is a free health consultation program where real doctors advise real people. It's 11 minutes after 10 right here. And of course, we are waiting to hear from you. The number to call is 0700-917-917. Send us a text or a WhatsApp message to 0703175637. What's that health question do you have? What's that health concern? you have you want dr ndubuka to answer for you today he's here feel free to call him send in a text or a whatsapp message to get to hear from dr ndubuka all right so um before we have the calls come through dr ndubuka me i have my own question mm-hmm. so dr ndubuka is there any medical explanation for snoring or is just one being too tired and too stressed and that when you sleep, you just sleep so deep and want snow and you don't even know that you're doing it. And in the morning, when somebody tells you, oh, you were snoring, you'd be like, me? How? Where? No, I don't do that. How come? You know, so um, let us know, Dr. Ndubuka. Is there, you know, something, something behind snoring? Maybe as regards to our health? Okay. Um. Yes, this is a very, this is a good question. Um, tricky one. Yeah. Uh, but but an interesting one also. Eh? Uh, now, when it comes to snoring, hmm? Hmm. snoring usually occurs eh? when air. Eh? Yeah. You know, when we breathe in and out. Hmm? Hmm. Uh, you breathe in and out through your airways. Eh? Yeah. Uh, uh, so when air is passing through your through it um it uh, one throat eh? that's one track here mm. the tube that carries oxygen out and also indeed the truth which we usually refer to as the pharynx once air is passing through these pathways and these pathways are not relaxed hmm? mm. because uh, what happens during breathing is that when air flow passes through hmm? uh, 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 the tissues within your Pathway tends to relax for easy passage of air. But when there's, there is some form of resistance, vibration occurs as air try, uh, tries to pass through mm. and it. Now, that vibration is what comes out eh, uh, as uh, the sound uh, which we all call snoring. Now, I must point out here that. Uh, virtually everybody at one time or the other yeah. would find himself snoring. Hmm? It yeah. happens to uh, everybody. So I'm sure uh, even you, Rose, uh, uh, most likely somebody uh, 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 must have uh, at one time or the other told you, oh, you are snoring when sleeping. <laughs> so <laughs> so it happens to everybody. Yeah. And most times when it happens, there is 
really no problem. But sometimes mm. snoring could be an indication hmm, mm. of a medical condition. Hmm? It could be an indication of a medical condition, which is why we always tell people that anytime you uh, 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 anytime you notice that your partner or a loved one mm. or even your child snores a lot, is always snoring, you should try to see a doctor. Because there's what we call obstructive sleep apnea. Hmm? Okay. Obstructive sleep apnea. So snoring sometimes could be an indicative of obstructive sleep apnea. Mm. What happens in obstructive sleep apnea is that the airways contract. Hmm? And, you know, the key word in obstructive sleep apnea is the word obstructive. When you say something is obstructive, that means mm. it is obstructing. So the contraction of your airways hmm, obstructs your ability to breathe in and breathe out. So such a person eh, who has obstructive sleep apnea yeah. would notice that he has difficulty breathing. Then once in a while, such a person would also eh, um, eh, eh, stop breathing entirely. And mm. that wakes the person up. Mm? That wakes a person up. And it could be a dangerous uh, condition because um, when you do not breathe while you're sleeping, mm. Mm? you are unable to have quality sleep. Yeah. Mm? And uh, obviously, that can affect your general health. So, people with obstructive sleep apnea need to see a doctor. Mm? Mm. And this is one of the things that can cause um, um, snoring. But other things that could cause snoring, which your doctor might even discuss with you if you are the type that snores a lot, is that things like excessive alcohol intake hmm. can predispose you to snoring. When you take too much alcohol, eh, alcohol, what alcohol does is that it eh, decreases your the natural defenses of your airway. Eh? Eh? And that can lead to accumulation of this in um, of um, of um, mucor within your airway, mm? Mm. and that that accumulation of mucor within your airway can reduce the airway uh, the, that's the passage, the airway, um, uh, the width of your airway, yeah. and thereby restrict air movement in and out, and ultimately cause snoring. Mm? Then. Um, other problems, there are some anatomical problems that can also cause snoring. For, for example, someone that has nasal problems, hmm? Hmm. as you have problems with the way your nose is structured, okay. hmm? eh? Eh? Um, yeah. such a person can, uh, can have snoring. We tend to find that a lot in young children. Hmm. Eh? They have uh, such children who have, uh, who have been born with deformities within their nose. And you listen. I, I, I remember there was a case we once had in our uh, in our hospital mm. where a young adult was in, involved in a fight with with um, somebody. And uh, during the fight, he got injured. And one of the places he got injured was his nose. He received a punch to his nose. Mm. Now, Later on, when the injury 
um, uh, 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 went, yeah. he noticed that he snores. Hmm? And his, um, his partner actually kept on complaining, no, you're always snoring, you're always snoring, which was not the case before his fight. So on coming, uh, when checks were done, it was discovered that that fight had broken something within his nose. And um, that was the reason behind that. And once that was corrected, he was able to get back to sleeping properly. properly. So that, that is it for snoring. Huh. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Ndubuka, for giving us a breakdown on the snoring. All right. So um, this is Women Radio WFM 91.7, 19 minutes after 10 right here. And this is the program Radio Doctor. All right, so, um, doctor, this person sent in this message as regards to the snoring. All right, she says, good morning. What of whistle while breathing, mostly in the middle of the night? What can I do to stop it? So there's... Okay. The, yes. Okay, go ahead, doctor. Okay, uh, uh, basically, that uh. is the same thing. Yeah. When there is a reduced uh, passage to a reduced airway, uh. you can a whistling sound, an abnormal sound yeah. comes up when you're breathing. You will even notice, not just even while sleeping, you notice that um, for those of you who have um, who have a catar, hmm? mm. you notice that when you're breathing, even while awake, people around you tend to hear your breathing. The reason that, that is that air is trying to force itself through a narrowed airway. Your airway has been narrowed, so air is trying to force itself through that, and that causes an increased friction, friction of the air, and of course, friction produces noise. So you tend to have noise like whistling noise, wheezing noise, uh, and indeed snoring when the person sleeps. So that is it. Hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, um, Dr. Ndubuka, for that. This is Women Radio, and this is 20 minutes after 10 right here on Radio Doctor. Give my baby a, a double function of Patesune and Pamodia Queen An effective combination that Camosunate 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 is antimalaria therapy Camosunate And you will bounce back to life Camosunate Comes in four different parts four different age groups Below one year one to six years, seven to thirteen years, fourteen and above. Camosinate. 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 Effective anti-malaria for all ages. Marketed by Janet Pharmaceuticals Limited. If symptoms persist after three days, please see your doctor. Read the leaflet inside. Thank you for staying with us right here on Women Radio WFM 91.7. This is the program Radio Doctor, your free health consultation program where real doctors advise real people. This is Nigeria's first specialized health program where medical doctors consult for free and advice right here on Women Radio WFM 91.7. Now, general health on Radio Doctor is supported by Janet Pharmaceutical. 
And our radio doctor for today is Dr. Alozian Doboka, a medical director at St. Ives Family Hospital. All right, and we are here taking your questions and, um, you know, your concerns on your health. All right, so do well to call us on 07000-917-917. That is the number to call. 07000-917-917. Send us a text or a WhatsApp message to 070-317-56537. That is a number to send in a text or a WhatsApp message just in case you can get to us through our phone lines today to get to Dr. Ndubuka who is here to hear your questions and answer to them today on the program. So let's get to hear from you this morning as today is our health Q&A. What's that disturbing question you have on your health that you want um, Dr. Ndubuka to help with this morning? All right, Dr. Ndubuka, um, let's look at some strategies to boost immune system, especially during cold flu season. And now that we're beginning to get into the dry season too, where we have dust everywhere. So um, how do we, what strategies do we use to boost our immune system? Yes. Um, now, I would like to take this question first by explaining to people who do not know what the immune system is. No? Yeah. Because uh, we have to be mindful of the fact that not Many people are health literate. Hmm? True. Hmm? So now, what is the immune system? The best way to talk about this is that the human body is in an unfriendly world. Our surroundings, our surroundings are made up of are populated rather by a lot of microorganisms. Microorganisms are, are things your eyes can see, living things your eyes can see, and mm. that's why the, the term micro is used for them. And such microorganisms are things like bacteria, viruses, fungus, and everything. So they surround us. And apart from surrounding us, other non-living particles, eh? Mm surround us, things, uh, things uh, um, within dust, within the dust in the atmosphere, are not air pollutants which we breathe in and out every time, particularly those who live uh, in industrial areas, areas that have one factory or the other. So many of these air pollutants and microorganisms, uh, we come in contact with them every day. Many people might say, oh, they're chair I'm sitting on or the table I'm placing my hand on looks clean. Yes, it might look clean. But even in the midst of that cleanness, there might be a population of microorganisms residing within. Hmm. So they come in contact with us. And these microorganisms, if left alone, can kill us. So what the body has done hmm, is that the body over... Um, uh, over our evolution has um, has created a defense mechanism which protects us from microorganisms. If not, uh, if not, I bet you, Rose, you will be sick every day hmm. and nobody will be able to survive beyond a, a single day. So our body's my, um, defense system protects us. So each time bacteria enters our body, there are both what we call innate uh, um, uh, defense system and other forms of defense systems which arise 
to fight this um, um, uh, uh, microorganisms and also to take care of pollutants within the air. Things like white blood cells are there to fight bacteria. Things like antibodies are also there to fight um, um, bacteria and other organisms. Hmm. So that is the immune system. Now, the immune system, just like every other system within your body, functions well when you live a decent lifestyle and also when you stimulate it from time to time. Hmm. Now, what do I mean by this? For you to have, uh, uh, for you to improve your immune system, you need to be mindful of what you eat and drink. You do not engage in substance abuse. A person who eats a balanced diet, and when I mean a balanced diet, I mean a diet that is both rich in protein, carbohydrates, and the fatty acids will be in a better immune state than a person whose dietary habits are poor. Then when you engage in substance abuse, things like taking alcohol, smoking tobacco, taking uh, illicit drugs, and in fact also abusing medications, you are putting your immune system in jeopardy. You are reducing the the, uh, level of your immune system and you are more likely to fall sick. So avoiding substance abuse will improve your immune system. Thirdly, exercise. The good thing about exercising is that exercising improves your cardiovascular status. That it, it improves blood flow throughout your body. I want you to note that blood is a carrier of so many things. Blood carries oxygen throughout your body, which nourishes your cells. Blood also carries nutrients throughout your body, which also nourishes your cells. And, and a well-nourished cell is more likely to, uh, to resist infection and uh, other ailments. Blood also carries members of the immune system, things like the white blood cells, the antibodies and co, carries them around. So when you have an effective blood flow, a good blood flow, good heart, your immune system is likely to be much better than a person who uh, who um, uh, doesn't um, have a good immune system. And that is why you, one of the things you might notice is that Professional athletes, on the average, tend to uh, hardly fall sick. They don't fall sick as often as that person who sits down every time in front of his computer without exercising, Hmm. who sits down every time with his remote control, watching telly without exercising his body. So such a person who lacks exercise is more likely to fall sick from things which the immune system would have prevented because his or her immune system uh, has been, um, uh, uh, hasn't been uh, given the opportunity to develop itself beyond what it is. So these are some of the things that uh, improve the immune system. And I must point out here also that sleep, good sleep, yeah. improves the immune system. When you 
deny yourself of the opportunity to sleep. You are exposing yourself to fatigue. Fatigue within your body cells. And a tired cell cannot protect itself, just like a tired human being. Eh? Now, can you imagine, Rose, if you are so exhausted, yeah. so tired, and God forbid, there's something, there's an emergency within WFM there that requires you to run out of the building. Hmm. Your response time will not be adequate enough for you yes. to do that. And so, uh, so the same thing happens to the cells of our body. Hmm. As a matter of fact, I like describing the cells of the human body as being a microcosm of the human population. Hmm. Yes, there are millions of cells, billions of cells within their body. And each of these cells has its individual life to live. So when you deny those cells the opportunity eh, to repair themselves, to rest, hmm, you are exposing those cells to the dangers of um, not being able to defend themselves. And sleep, one of the things the body does with sleep is that the body uses the opportunity of sleep to repair itself hmm, and to get rid of toxins that may have built up within it. Hmm? Hmm. So when you deny yourself that sleep, you are harming your immune system. Um, There's this stuff I read once. Uh, it was um, supposed to be a joke and that joke simply said oh look do not mind all these um uh, motivational speakers who will tell you oh that sleeping is for the lazy man eh? hmm. the truth really is that sleeping adequate sleep is for the wise man hmm. for you to sleep adequately to have enough uh, uh, rest is a wise thing to do because you are boosting your immune system. So these are some of the things which um, uh, help the immune system. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Ndobuka, for telling us what, you know, would help to improve our immune system, all right, and um, how we can actually... um, Use it to our own advantage during this this dry season, especially because the rainy season is almost over. And um, you know, for people in the north right now, I think the cold season is already setting in uh, for now. All right, so uh, thank you so much, Doctor Ndebuka. This is twenty-seven minutes to ten. You can call us on oh seven thousand nine one seven nine one seven. Let's get your uh, your questions, your health questions, uh, your concerns on any medical condition that might just be. On your mind this morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. My name is Abola Jidani. Your name is Abola Jidani. Abola Jidani. All right, go ahead. Let's hear. You're welcome. Where are you calling us from? Uh, from Kolo. All right, go ahead. Let's hear, you, Daniel. Um, my question is that um, you know, whatever you sleep, sometimes um, and if I wake up like this, I wake up all the bed, stuff like that. I don't know how I'll say it in English. Wait, when you sleep, what happens? No, and when I wake up, I'll be scattered a little bit. You know, like, I'll be fighting with my baby, stuff like that. I'll, I'll scatter a little bit. Oh, so that means you don't sleep in one position. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. All right, thank you very much, Daniel, for calling. 
It's my first time calling. Oh, thank you so much, Daniel. We really appreciate you calling for the first time on Radio Doctor. Thank you so much. Take this for you. Thank you so much, Daniel, for calling. Okay, thank you. All right. So, Dr. Ndubuka, did you yes. hear Daniel? Is there an explanation <laughs> to that? <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's quite a funny one. Yeah. Uh, Daniel is a restless sleeper. Mm. Uh, he said any time he, he wakes up, up Everywhere he will scattered. notice that he has scattered his bed, <laughs> eh? scattered his bed all over. Mm? Yeah. So well, what that tells me, basically, is that um, Daniel does not have um, comfortable sleep. Mm? Mm. Because a person who sleeps comfortably is unlikely to, in his own words, fight with his bed. Mm? Mm? Eh? Um, it's not a medical condition per se. It's more of a pain of comfort. Hmm? Uh, now, why do I say so? Yeah. There are a number of things which you require to sleep. One is you require a room with a temperature that that is comfortable to your body. What I mean by a temperature that's comfortable to your body, hmm. a room, yeah, what I mean by it is that a room that is not too hot or too cold. Now, Rose, you know we live in a in a in a, in a hot region of the world. Eh? Hmm. The temperature, particularly these days, especially with global warming, the temperature is indeed so 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 hot that we tend to sweat easily. So, if your room yeah. is not well aired eh? and uh, um, uh, the temperature is high, especially, especially in these days when our electricity companies are performing so poorly. And most times you won't have electricity to even power either your air conditioner or your fan. So you tend to have a hot room sleeping in. Same thing applies when there's a cold room. Although a cold room is easier to manage than a hot room. Yeah. In the case of cold room, you put on more outfits and you cover yourself more and you, you have a good night's sleep. But assuming you do not even have what to what to wear, you feel also uncomfortable while sleeping. Now, for you to sleep uh, perfectly also, you also need to sleep in a quiet environment. If there is noise pollution yeah. while sleeping, a lot of noise uh, uh, around your house, you are unlikely to sleep well. Your REM sleep, hmm? REM sleep, that's the sleep in which rapid eye movements occur, mm. eh? is unable to be satisfactory enough and such an individual might toss about in bed. Then, thirdly also, your state of mind also plays a very important role in your sleep. If you are stressed up, particularly if you are psychologically stressed up, yeah. you have a lot of things in your mind, things you are thinking about, mm? Mm. You, are un you are unlikely to have a good sleep. Can you imagine somebody who, uh, who is um, um, battling with the fear of losing his job or somebody who is about to become homeless, like some of those unlucky fellows who uh, the Lagos State government has been knocking down their houses. Do you expect such a person to sleep well? Mm -mm. Eh? 
a person, especially if you know, oh, your house is next in line, you are not likely to sleep well. So psychological stress plays mm. a role in the quality of sleep you get. And when you don't sleep well, you toss around on your bed, you move up and down, and that can listen. Then also your diet and what time of the day you eat. Right? That's what time of the night you had your last meal. Yeah. And also contribute to the quality of sleep. A person who goes to bed hungry mm. is not likely to sleep well. So also a person who goes to bed, who overate, who, who, who overindulged himself in food, eh, mm. would likely find himself uncomfortable and unable to uh, derive quality sleep as he tries to sleep. So these are some of the many things that affects the quality of your sleep. And once the quality of your sleep is affected, yeah. uh, uh, you will find yourself being restless while sleeping. And just like uh, Apology said, uh, wake up the next morning to find that he has scattered his bed. Mm? Uh, so what I will advise him to do mm. is that he should interrogate him, himself, mm. find out what could be making him lack quality sleep. Hmm. How is his room? Is his room conducive enough uh, for sleep? Eh? How is his sleep hygiene? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. What is the level of noise pollution around his area? Hmm? Is he stressed up? What is his day-to-day activity like? How is his meal? Eh, as particularly that last meal of the day, he mm. says uh, dinner. Huh? Eh, so once he interrogates himself yeah. properly, hmm, he will be able to find a reason eh, that might point him to uh, how to improve his, uh, his uh, quality of sleep. Hmm. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Ndubuka, for helping Abolaji and so many other people who maybe have been wondering, ah, how come I go sleep on one side? I go wake up the other day. I'm seeing myself in another side and everywhere is just scattered. So I hope that you've been able to get the answers you need. This is Women Radio WFM 91.7, 20 minutes to 11. An effective combination that camosinates, camosinates, antimalarial therapy, camosinates, and you will bounce back to life, camosinates, comes in four different parts, four different age groups, below one year, one to six years, seven to thirteen years, fourteen and above, Camosinate, effective anti-malaria for all ages. Marketed by Janet Pharmaceuticals Limited. If symptoms persist after three days, please see your doctor. Read the leaflet inside. All right, so welcome back to Radio Doctor right here on Women Radio WFM 91.7. The number to call is 0700-917-917. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, WFM. Hi. Hi, good morning. Good morning to you. Yes, uh, this is Yusuf Olamile Kwadidio. I'm calling from uh, Alakoko Lagos State. All right, Yusuf, go ahead. Let's hear you. Welcome. Um, uh, my my regards to the doctor in the house, doctor. <laughs> so, uh, my question is this. Yes, doctor Indubuka. My question is this. For somebody who has been 
diagnosed with um, bubbles in the lungs by a doctor. Hmm. And uh, it has, the, the person has been treated. But still, he, do, he normally experience um, blocking, of, blocking of the uh, nostrils while sleeping. So, but whenever he um, do something like exercising, like uh, skipping, the blocked nostril will, you know, uh, uh, be, it will be healed of it. It, uh, it will be free. The, the, everywhere will be free. It will get normal. So, what if that person now go hold that like a uh, hundred years? Will that person still be resorting to exercising like uh, skipping before it can be, re- get, I mean, getting relief of that thing? Are there, yes, are there other ways, you know, apart from um, exercising like skipping, jump, jumping, <laughs> until that person gets relief? That's my question. Thank you. All right. Dr. Ndebuka, did you get his question? Oh, yes. I hope uh, Leko is still on the line, you see? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning, sir. Okay. Yes. Leko, good morning to you. Eh? Thank you for calling and thanks for your question. Uh, now, you started, you said bubbles in the lung that you are diagnosed with, uh, yes. that the person was diagnosed with bubbles. You use the word bubbles. Am I right? Bubble, bubble, yes. When he was um, examined with uh, this um, X-ray something, mm. Okay. Uh, he was diagnosed okay. with. The doctor said he has bubbles. There are bubbles in the lungs. That one of the uh, lungs, something like that. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Um, I'm going to answer your questions, uh, Leko. Uh, particularly with oh, reference right. to the blocks nose nostrils. Eh? Yeah, yeah, the, but the, the, the thing is that if the person exercise, even if it is in, in the midnight, like skipping, mm. the something we everywhere we the, the nose the block and nose we clear. The person will get relieved. So is that the only solution? Are there other ways of, you know, solving that thing? Okay. Okay. Um, Thank you for your question. I will will take the questions. Uh, I will take the, I will give you the answers now. All right, go ahead. Yes. Okay. Um, Now, Liko has asked an interesting question. Uh, He has a friend who who is always complaining of blocked nose. And uh, from... Uh, from what he said, uh, that uh, a, a doctor mentioned bubbles in the lungs. Um, I, I, I think the friend may be mistaken in what the doctor told him. Yes, the doctor may have seen some particles within, as may have seen some uh, things within his X-ray, chest X-ray, which I will explain later on. Uh, but let's get down to blocked nose now. Blocked nose is something which everybody has once in a while. Uh, One's nose can become stuffy because of quite a number of things. It could become stuffy when you have a cold or indeed when there is even an allergy, allergic to something. Uh, And your nose can also become blocked if there's even a deviation in the septum, that the the, the central septum, within your nose, if it's uh, deviated to one part or the other, eh, you could be uh, you could experience blocked nose. Eh. So there are quite a number of things that can cause you to have blocked nose. Now, typically when a person has blocked nose, one of the things he or she has is difficulty in breathing eh, and indeed wheezing, wheezing uh, such that when he or she is breathing, eh, the uh, people around him or her hear his or her breath. Eh? 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 
you know, when you breathe, your breathing is supposed to be soundless. People, someone next to you would not even know you are breathing. Eh? But when it gets to the stage where your breathing and the noise of your breathing is evident to everyone around where we say you are wheezing. So blocked nose can cause that. So as I said earlier on, quite a number of things can cause it, ranging from allergies to various infections like uh, 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 like you having a cold uh, uh, and uh, indeed even deviation of the nasal septum septum and other things can cause it. Now, in the case of Lakel's friend uh, who went to the hospital and was told that he has a problem within his lungs uh, um, when the doctor studied his history, I believe that what happened here is that the doctor may have suspected that this was a case of lower respiratory tract infection, uh, of which pneumonia is one, and ordered an X-ray, and that the X-ray result came out showing uh, showing uh, evidence of um, congestions within his lungs, hmm? um, uh, which uh, indicates a form of um, uh, pneumonitis, hmm? and which um, can affect the performance of his lungs and give him the impression that his nose is blocked because he's unable to um, have proper exchange of um, oxygen hmm, within his lungs. Uh, so, and um, now, with respect to exercise, hmm, a number of things happen. Hmm. Um, when a person has things like sinusitis, hmm, and indeed uh, has any, na- any form of nasal congestion that has to do with uh, blood vessels Within his nose, becoming uh, becoming um, dilated and releasing a lot of fluid within his nose and blocking his nose. Uh, exercise helps in many ways. How does it help? When you exercise, blood flow through your blood vessels um, improve, and blood tends to flow faster through your blood vessel, and and uh, a a a, a uh, a good cardiovascular health tends to mop up things. Hmm? When blood is flowing adequately through various vessels of your body and flowing at good speed, hmm, it tends to mop up congestion at various places. That is why, if you remember, one of the things I said earlier on today is that when you have a good cardiovascular health, particularly if you are the type that um, exercise a lot, you tend to fall sick less often than other people. Because uh, an improved blood flow will take, um, will, take uh, will improve your immune system, and improving your immune system reduces your falling sick, reduces the number of times you fall sick, and each time you fall sick, that immune system is able to rise to the challenge of the ailment uh, and uh, take care of the ailment. So, and also when you uh, have when you exercise regularly. Uh, uh, problems uh, that has to do with blood uh, with uh, um, uh, fluid escaping from the blood into uh, the extravascular spaces tend to reduce because your blood is flowing faster so instead of um, uh, releasing fluid into the extravascular it tends to mop it up and because of that uh, people who have um, uh, 
secretions a lot, particularly those who have upper respiratory tract infections uh, or conditions that cause them to have congested nose will experience less of that. That is just that the pathophysiology behind uh, um, behind this. So um, that is why Lacon's friend tends to notice an improvement in his symptoms anytime he exercises. But the advice I would give to Lacon yeah. is that he should tell his friend. His friend needs more uh, investigations to find out why he's having this problem. There are so okay. many things that can cause uh, that can impact negatively on your ability to breathe. Hmm. Problems could come from the sinuses which surround the airway. Yeah. Problems could come from the nose itself, from the nostrils. Problems could come from the pharynx, which is that area behind your nose and mouth. Hmm. Problems could come from the trachea, which is the tube that conveys uh, oxygen from outside into your lungs. And indeed, problems could come from even the lungs itself. So a proper check of his friend needs to be conducted hmm, um, uh, to find out what is causing his problems. Hmm? Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Ndubuka, for answering use of this morning. Effective anti-malaria for all ages. Marketed by Janet Pharmaceuticals Limited. If symptoms persist after three days, please see your doctor. Read the leaflet inside. All right, thank you so much for staying with us right here on Women Radio WFM 91.7. And of course, this is the program Radio Doctor. So this is where we will draw uh, the curtains for today on the program. All right, so um, Dr. Ndubuka, we have a text here, so I don't know how you can help us answer this in like two minutes. Um, this one says that um, his name is John from Ojudu, and he says, please, I have, um, you know, erections every night for about two hours, and my wife is not available, and I'm a faithful servant of God. Can this have any effect, especially prostrate issue? He's 64 years old. In just two minutes, Dr. Ndubuka, if you can, please. <laughs> Okay, um, yes, I'll be very careful in how I answer the question because um, children might also be listening to us. Yes. Uh, now, now um, having an erection once in a while, hmm. Hmm, or even daily, is a normal thing. Hmm? Um, uh, a person with a good um, sexual health would once in a while experience erections. Uh, now, the fact that you've had an erection does not mean that you should always, that you must always satisfy that erection through sexual intercourse. His wife not being available and he's not being able to satisfy the urges that caused the erection uh, would in no way impact negatively on his general health. Okay. Mm? After there are people who um, who remain celibate throughout their lives. Mm? Mm. 
people like uh, Catholic, uh, Catholic priests, um, uh, priests yeah. and indeed Catholic nuns, and indeed some other religious leaders may decide hmm, hmm. from throughout their lives never to have anything to do with um, to do with uh, sexual intercourse. And so, and they, are, they remain healthy and live to very old age. Hmm. So, I urge him not to worry about his not having a wife around to uh, satisfy his urges. Hmm? And it's not going to affect him negatively. But if he feels that he is not um, as strong or as healthy as he used to be, eh? or he feels unwell at any time, he should please go to see a doctor. Many a times, uh, um, feelings of being unwell, many a times are psychological. Eh? And uh, if he has convinced himself, for example, that, oh, my not being able to satisfy my, my, the urges that brought about the erection eh, could negatively affect my body, it could become a psychological problem for mm. him and he, he could actually start having uh, feeling unwell even though he's well. Hmm? Hmm. So he should see a doctor. Okay. Uh, the doctor would um, chat with him and be able to tell him things, things which I can't mention on air, on air. Hmm? Okay. things he can do eh, to take care of himself. Hmm? All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Alozian Dubuka, for being a part of our program today. We sincerely appreciate having you your advice to us this morning on different aspects of our health. Thank you for having me and for giving me the opportunity to educate our listeners on aspects of health. All right. Do have a great day and enjoy the rest of the week. And you too. eh? Thank you. All right. So that's much we can take this morning on Radio Doctor. Join us again tomorrow at uh, 10 of at 10 a.m. where we will go through with the program Radio Doctor. So today's Radio Doctor General Health is supported by Janet Pharmaceutical. My name is Rose Yusuf Kaisho. Thank you to all those who called and sent in messages. Join us again tomorrow. Do well to stay with us right here on Women Radio WFM 91.7. Good morning. WFM 91.7.